Hey everyone, welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Devonay Thaxton, who is the CEO and founder of Pro Savvy. Her website is prosavvyas.com. Devonay, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jen. Yeah, uh, I thought I'd ask as a starting question, it's a new year. How's uh, 2021 treating you so far? Oh gosh, it's been good. It's been really busy. I feel like 2020 just bled into 2021. I don't... <laughs> really believe Christmas happened or had a new year. I don't think that really, we dreamt it maybe happened, uh, but it's been great. It's just been a, it's been a busy year and can't complain. Yeah. I love it. I agree with you. I definitely felt like 2021 was anticlimactic. I was watching the ball drop in New York city via, yeah. you know, live stream on YouTube right. and uh, there was no one there. So you're like, is this really a new year? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It was weird. And I don't even think I made it. I think I fell asleep at like 11, 15 and I woke up at like 12 03 and I was like, happy new year. You're like, happy new year. Okay. Good night. Turns over the bed. Uh, it's okay. But either way, I'm just so glad to hear that the new year is treating you well so far, despite the anticlimactic uh, beginning of it all. Yeah. So uh, Devin A, for people that are learning about Pro Savvy for the first time, let us know what's your company about? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we're a strategic performance agency, which is pretty much just like a cool, fancy way of saying like, if it there's no um, metrics or goals or strategy to it, um, it just doesn't work for us. And so mm. yes, there are big ideas and amazing things that we want to help you do. Uh, but first there has to be a strategy and there has to be planning. So we make sure we're saving time, money, stress, and that you can really focus on what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and we the rest. So we do a lot of um, project management, um, online business management, as well as um, a lot of different uh, marketing efforts. So, mm -hmm. you know, we can help you launch your, your courses or get your website SEO organized and, you know, manage some ads for you. Um, be an online, you know, business manager so you can really step out of your business and just do what you love to do and why you started doing it in the first place. Oh, I love it. And yeah. I know for you, Devin A, you like to focus specifically on female entrepreneurs. So tell us why have you chosen that? I mean, I feel like it's obvious, yeah. but let our listeners know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just think that there is, man, we're just killing it. You know, women are just killing it, right. you know, especially women of color as well, just, just doing the damn thing. And so I just want to help, you know, be a driving force. Mm -hmm. um, we have so much to say and so much to offer. And uh, there's just a lot of little task things that just kind of get us bogged down and, you know, make us the bottlenecks of our company. And so I want to help to remove those stressors so you can go and share your awesomeness with the world. And so I love doing that um, for women and especially women of color, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is just a, this is just a like feminist talk here, but um, I was just thinking, um, you know, there's a, there's a, a time where of course women such as ourselves really have to um, assimilate to the patriarchy and really do things in a man's world. They would say a man's world. Right. And uh, what, one thing I have found very uh, just astounding and inspiring in, in today's generation is that a lot of women are just supporting other women, you know, it's yeah. women helping women. Um, there are, like you mentioned, uh, we're killing it and uh, we don't have to necessarily step outside of that community to make a living anymore. We can help one another. And okay. I just, I'm just here for it. I, I love it. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I work with a lot of, you know, coaches and, you know, creatives and, and designers in different ways. And there's just something to, you know, uh, how women do things that are just different than a man. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it's just so um, awesome and important. And so, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just about helping women and, you know, we can be successful um, too and in our own ways. That doesn't mean we have to do it the way someone else would do it, even the way, you know, Janice over here and Tanya over here would do it. You know, we have our own, you know, um, awesomeness and, and things to share. And so really tapping into like, you have something amazing. Let's figure out how to do it as effectively as possible and as a cost effective as possible. Um, so you can continue to do it for longer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a, a case study, uh, Devin a, maybe, uh, may, whether it's a favorite client or a recent client you work with where, uh, you help them, um, with their online business, ma- with their online business management. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so, you know, I typically get involved when, you know, a female entrepreneur, typically, you know, five, six, seven figures, they've been crushing it themselves for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of the times I would say probably like nine times out of 10, they're like, okay, Devin A, my mentor told me that I am the bottleneck of my company and I need someone to help me and I'm nervous about it and I'm stressed out about it. Um, but please help me, you know, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I get it. I hear you. So a lot of, you know, the work that we do together also is kind of coaching them on how I can help them let go Mm -hmm. of some of the things that they've been doing for so long. Um, really coaching them to figure out like, do you even like doing the social media for your account? And they may say, you know, yes, or no, actually, I really hate doing it. I'm, I'm, I've been decent at it, but I don't enjoy it. Great. Let's move it off your plate. You know, let's find something else. Um, that we can fo- focus your energies on. So um, I, I would say in, in a lot of cases, um, and I would say a majority of, of my clients are in that spot where they're like, please desperately need help, but not necessarily ready or know how um, to make that happen. And so, you know, I can think of a few different clients where, you know, we really took a month kind of breaking down what we can remove off of their plate, what needs to stay there. And if it needs to stay there, how can we remove some of the tasks within the big, you know, strategy type thing um, to just have them do it like more effectively. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just that, um, you know, you're, you, you've already like kind of made this uh, you, you, you've reached a comfort level, but in order to get to the next one, it's a mindset shift, right? It's like, Hey, like you got to mentally decide, like you want to, you want to evolve, you want to level up. Right. But you have to let go of some some old beliefs that aren't bad for you. They're just they're outdated now. You got to yeah, move on from those. Serving you anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so yeah, to scale and to grow, um, you can only grow so far um, with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, you need help. You need help, and you need to outsource. And so, um, you know, once you really decide, like, all right, I'm here. Like, I need someone. Please help me. Uh, <laughs> easier to kind of make those make those decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, although I know what this word means, uh, you mentioned this a number of times already, but let our listeners know what is a, when people um, reach bottleneck, I think is how you sort yeah. of phrase it. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like one of those entrepreneur phrases, you know, that mm-hmm. people say all the time, but yeah. Are you, are you the person in your company who's causing stress? Mm-hmm. Um, are things not getting done because you're not handling them? Um, are you deciding that you're going to take on all of the things and then and then things end up late or half done or rushed, um, things like that. So really, you know, yes, this is your company and your baby, mm-hmm. uh, but also are you causing it harm because you feel like you have to do everything? Yeah. Um, because, and it's not your fault. You feel like you have to do everything. We've been taught, you know, going back to 
the patriarchy, we've been taught that, you know, we have to do all of these things and wear so many hats and all these things. But the cool part about entrepreneurship is like, you can do whatever the hell you want and <laughs> organize things however you want to. And so, you know, are you taking on things that you really don't want to do? And then it's just kind of putting bad energy into your business in that way. So find someone who loves to do X um, and that'll just, you know, help you in the long run. And it's hard to have those conversations with yourself, having someone have them with you. Um, But yeah, it's looking to see like, where are you stopping growth within your company? Like you yourself um, and can you, how can you remove yourself so you can continue to flourish? Yeah, I love that. I I definitely had to learn how to delegate even in my own business. Um, I have have to give a lot of credit to my husband because maybe he's just so used to delegating things, but... um, But like just being okay with having a virtual assistant, being okay wow. with having an editor for podcasting, for example, like there, there are all these things that I used to do like by myself and, and, and I would get so overwhelmed and I would say to him, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And he yeah. would encourage me. He's like, well, why don't you just hire out? And I was like, I don't know, because I find my worth in doing everything. I don't know. Like- <laughs> oh gosh, that's so, that's so true. And, and even to the point where it's like, no one can write for me. Like I I am, I had a conversation with a friend um, recently about that. No one can write for me. No one can write my story. Mm. Um, Yes, that's true. But someone can get you started. Someone can create an outline for you. Um, Someone can learn you well enough to get you 90% of the way. And then you finish it out, you know, the rest. And that still is, is I'm, you know, I'm sensitive, you know, or, or I guess helps your timing. So um, yeah, it's kind of, it's hard to, to make that decision, but it's so worth it when you decide to outsource different parts of your business. Yeah. It's like, it's like what you said, um, you know, sometimes like you helped birth the baby, but you need a community to help the baby grow and thrive. Right. And I think that's the hardest part for a lot of us or particularly women in my, in in my own experience is like, it just, you can't let it go. I can't let my child go to kindergarten, stay home, I'll homeschool you. (laughs) I mean, nowadays everyone's forced to do that, but, um, I'm just saying (laughs) it's true. You're totally right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, Devin, let's talk a little bit more about strategy. Cause I know you mentioned early on, like that is the most important thing. Like you will not move forward unless you do that. So tell us what that process is like, you know, business comes in and you're going to go through strategy. What does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, for example, if a business come in, comes in and they're like, we need social media help, please help me. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem and the fun, <laughs> depending on who you are, <laughs> Um, and where you're at on the spectrum with social media is it's changing constantly, constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. And there are multiple hundreds of social media marketing experts. Right. I wouldn't call myself, um, you know, an expert. I will say I'm an expert today. And mm-hmm. I, I pulse on whatever Instagram, Pinterest, blah, 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 all of them are doing. So every day we can find out, you know, different things. Recently, I just heard that, um, you know, Instagram's, you know, been really pushing reels so they can ads and make more money and sell mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the whole big purpose. Um, but they recently mentioned that uh, they won't be pushing any TikTok related reels on Instagram. So oh, interesting. Creating their reels on, on TikTok, sharing them to Instagram. So of course, at some point, Instagram's like, no, buy TikTok. We're kind of trying to take, you know, take over. Your right. Business. Let's be honest. Um, and so they'll only be pushing those things. Well, if you don't know that, then, then you're stopping yourself from growth in those ways. And so, um, 
you know, really having a plan in place, knowing what you need to do, because someone can tell you that you need to post seven times a week, but maybe just posting three times a week is good for you because you only need 10 clients versus mm. 100, right? And so again, what, what Janice and Tanya are doing over here, their social media strategies need to be different because mm-hmm. they're selling different products because they're different people because their audience is different. And so we look at all of those things, you know, if you're a product company, yes, maybe posting seven days a week matters. Mm-hmm. Maybe posting twice a day, three times a day is, is useful for you. But for others, it may be posting twice a week and, you know, pushing a lot more in stories, doing one reel or, you know, so all of those different things matter. Um, and I think that people have been fed too much information mm-hmm. that they are like, I'm going to do this. Okay. And then it switches on a Tuesday and then it switches again on a Wednesday to where they end up this just confused mess and don't know what to do. And so what we do is we go in and we really learn your business. We learn about your audience. We really create very detailed hashtags and SEO and keyword strategies for your networks, depending on what you're on. Um, and, and we really focus on that and we ride that out for a good three months and then assess and reassess the strategy. Um, and during that whole time, you have access to all of your numbers, uh, you know, all of the um, goals and metrics that we want to follow. Uh, maybe it's followers, maybe it's impressions, maybe it's reach metrics um, that actually make more sense for that business. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't have a strategy, we're all just like willy nilly in confusion um, in like such a very different area. And so having a strategy, having a plan, having the specific metrics we're following for that, you know, month, three months, six months um, is extremely important. So we know what we're focusing on. Yeah. I think gone are the days are gone are the days where organic reach could really take you so far. Um, You know, paid advertising is encouraged, especially the bigger, the bigger social media platforms. I think when you first got on like TikTok, like I remember I I, like everyone, I remember like Gary V was like, get on TikTok, get on TikTok. And I was like, I got on TikTok and I was like, oh, I got like a lot of followers really quickly, but I just didn't know like I didn't have a reason to use TikTok. I was just on it because I, I wanted to be, I wanted to join the bandwagon. So that wasn't a good strategy just to join the bandwagon. Right. You even need to be on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. I mean, I was on TikTok to create a few reels, but now I'm really not going to yeah. be using it in that space right now. And so it's like, do you even need to be on all these, you know, the big five type yeah. of social media networks, or maybe like your people are just on LinkedIn. So let's optimize that as much as possible. Um, so you can get, you know, your clients and such. Yeah. I think uh, it's important to be weary when people say you got to get on this new app, you know, like, like clubhouse is a really big thing now. Like all my podcaster friends are like, are you on clubhouse? I'm like, I am, but like, like that's kind of it. Like I just joined the bandwagon. Like I, I I was even telling my husband, I was like, I just don't like, I've already tried like other platforms and it, you know, it's like, I, I, anyway, anyway, you know, my pain. (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's definitely true. I'm on, um, I'm an Android user and like an HP user and stuff. And so I haven't been on house. (laughs) Good for you. That's good. (laughs) Bummer. Shoot. One day, you know, like, yes, I need to do it because it's my business and I need to know the ins and outs. And so I can encourage my clients but also at the same time, like we're going to get something new in another six months. And so it's also just, yes, learn about it. Do you need to put all your eggs in that basket? Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. But- and understanding, um, you know, and I, I know we're just talking in the context of social media, yeah. but I also, also to recognize that social media isn't everything. A mailing list is all, is really important. That's your real yeah. currency, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it depends, yeah. again, it, it depends on 
on the type of company that you have, you know, the mailing list for a product company, um, you know, selling, you know, goods or services, selling earrings or something like that. Yes, is important, but, uh, you know, having coaching clients and really being able to like foster connections um, through email marketing may be more of a push for you where your product company is just sending deals and here's what's new. And, you know, those are totally different types of strategies. Um, of yeah. What there. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, uh, Devin A, I also know that uh, some advice we want to actually, let me backtrack here. Um, I want to go ahead and shift gears and talk more about the, uh, speaking to entrepreneurs specifically. I know we sort of had this whole time, but I want to get into this one uh, piece of advice uh, to wrap up our conversation. But before I do, <laughs> I feel like I put a lot there just now. Before I do, let us know, is there anything else you want people to know about you and Pro Savvy? Yeah, so we are like I'm officially taking on that we are a marketing agency. Mm -hmm. um, definitely focused on you know strategic performance, um, and and I think in a different way than other marketing agencies, as we are really still focused on you know small businesses mm -hmm. um, and just giving you really custom solutions across all different types of digital marketing. Um, and so we really find out like what's what's best for you. So. Mm -hmm. um, we also have been really pushing um, a really awesome launch strategy. So within a week, we are able to do your, your sales captions uh, for your social media, your email marketing, get your funnel up and running um, with all the bells and whistles within there, um, get you a full launch plan, 30, 69 day launch plan and get you out the door. Mm -hmm. um, because that can be, you have an amazing product, but it's like, how the frick do I sell it? So we, you know, have, um, we've been really pushing kind of these launch strategies uh, that are really detailed to you, but it gets you in and out and gets you moving to sell a lot faster. Um, and so, yeah, so I was, I would say, yeah, just kind of share those things and a little bit about, um, you know, the business and what we do. Yeah, I love it. So you are, mar uh, you are a marketing agency focused on strategic performance. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Devin A, I know that uh, shifting gears here, um, I know that one of the, uh, uh, I would say, parting pieces of advice that you want to share with our listeners, and I think this is just to kind of like um, drive this point home, uh, is it yeah. takes six weeks to make your business plan, formulate your ideas and what you want your business to look like. There's more to that, but um, go ahead and elaborate on that. You know, taking six weeks specifically, I am curious to know why six yeah. weeks to make your business plan. Yeah, yeah. Plan. So I'm, um, I am a, before I make like big decisions, not always, but I, I like to put a time limit. I'm a tangible person. Mm -hmm. um, and so if I don't put a time limit, then it'll just like fall into the ethers. And I'm like, eh, I'm over it, move on. <laughs> so before I started my business, even though I was doing a lot of this work, you know, side hustling, you know, helping friends, doing certain things, uh, I, I took deliberate six weeks. I told my people, I'm going to take six weeks to figure out like, if this is something that I want to do. Mm -hmm. um, building my business plan, I went through policies and procedures, like in my you know, if I'm manifesting my perfect business, like what would it look like? Like, what would I offer to people? What type of boss do I want to be? What type of uh, teammate do I want to be? Really putting that all down to paper. Mm -hmm. How do I want to sell services? I'm not exactly fully sure what services. I know it's kind of in this realm. So it's not mm -hmm. necessarily having it all fully uh, fleshed out. Um, but also knowing like, you know, at what point do I quit my corporate job to really take this on full time? What are my savings goals? Mm. So I, I, you know, I put really six weeks and six weeks isn't necessarily the magic number. Um, but I also feel like four weeks seems, you know, two weeks is like rushed four mm. weeks is like, you know, maybe a little too short. And so that extra kind of two weeks just like felt 
comfy. Yeah, it felt right <laughs> so, for you. I just felt right. And so then at that point, then I took it to my people. I took it, you know, to my mentor and my partner and my friends and, you know, other women um, entrepreneurs that I know. And I'm like, do you, what do you think? Like, do you think this is a good idea? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so after doing that, it made like the rest of the year, I started my business February 28th, 2020. Um, so it's almost been a year now. And within that year, during a pandemic, I've been able to quit my corporate job. I'm doing mm-hmm. this full time. I'm you know, being able to focus and help. I had clients before, you know, I even, uh, you know, officially registered with the state, you know, so that made me like rush faster, <laughs> to, you know, get things going because I knew what I wanted, who I wanted to be. And I, I put it out there. Um, and then everything after that has been like, let's figure it out as we go. But I had my kind of North star, if you will. Um, and so yeah, just encouraging people to just like take a moment to plan uh, that way. The rest of it is a lot easier, not perfect. And definitely not with any challenges, but you just have a more focused direction and compass for where you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me know, do you feel like, um, the pandemic propelled your business? Um, <laughs> I will say it until I'm blue in the face that the pandemic built my business. Um, I don't think it would have been as successful not to like, you know, uh, diminish, you know, but like, I think everyone, unfortunately, and fortunately was in a position where they, you know, had to pivot the word of 2020. And so they needed someone like me who can come in, assess their business and be like, all right, here's what we're doing. Like, what do you think about this? Or this is a great idea. Maybe we do that Q2, but let's focus on whatever's closer to cash. How can we make that system faster? Um, and you know, what systems do we need to have come in? Unfortunately, you've had to let some people go, mm. you know, potentially because of the pandemic. So how can we keep things moving? Um, with new systems and new ideas so that, you know, at some point you can bring people back. So yeah, I would absolutely say that, um, the pandemic built my business 1000%. Yeah. Yeah. That is beautiful. Uh, of course we don't, like you said, we don't want to minimize what happened. It was a really rough year for a lot of people, but I feel grateful to uh, do the show and interview people who thrived, you know, that's still important to know that people are, um, made something of themselves or, you know, really, uh, um, took it by the reins and be like, I'm going to make something out of this. And yeah, you just kind of quit your job at the right time <laughs> and get into this industry. <laughs> yeah, I did. I like officially quit last week. And so wow. less than a year into the business, it's like been really full time. So it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Devine, you are a pleasure to speak with. Uh, I want to thank you again for being on our show. Any closing thoughts before we go? You know, I would just say, uh, just don't be the bottleneck of your company. <laughs> <laughs> okay to say no Hashtag don't be the bottleneck <laughs> okay to say no it's okay to just be like I hate doing this work in my business someone help me and it's okay to say that and it's okay to find help so um I would just like to you know yeah say that to to the women entrepreneurs out there who feel like that we have to do everything because mm-hmm. we have to in other areas of our life um but you don't have to in your business and you can find help and find people who love doing the tasks that you hate doing yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, wow. Devin a, thanks again for being on our show. I really enjoyed our conversation today. Awesome. Thank you so much. I, I loved being here. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Devin a. Thaxton. She is the CEO and founder of Pro Savvy. And you can learn more about her and her company at prosavvyas.com. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.